0: I sound? I hear you. hear you good. Say what?
1: How do I sound? Oh,
0: you sound fine. You sound fine. Probably just for the delay, man.
1: It's good? Yeah,
0: man. What's Boy, been up? Is, uh, shit, man. Boy, I ain't been getting, this, getting all his Z's. Gotta be getting the Z's, bro. All oh, a Z's. I ain't getting all the Z's. So, yeah, we making a shake, bro. How are you? How you feel?
1: Good, man. Just hanging out. Just fucking hanging out bro (laughs) recuperating from the weekend
0: yeah you gotta do a full weekend too yeah full weekend too happy belated junior
1: oh yeah thanks man you appreciate that yeah no doubt nine years old now 63 yeah okay still got a
0: good another 63 in him
1: I I hope so yeah Yeah. his dad's 13 so hell the old man
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. His uh, dad started late, according to some people. 28, right? 28. Yeah. started (laughs) having babies. Rap 28. Still in the prime of his life. I I never talked about this before. Uh, Getting into my He-Man woman haters bag. Uh, White people, I'm always coming for you. We can put it to the side, but... I'm on my women's bag lately. <laughs> I uh, I was talking to sis a couple uh weeks ago, more than that, and we was kinda of just talking about like what I've been up to, I'll put it that way. And uh I think we transitioned to like the new Drake album. And, you know, I don't know if you've been listening to Drake, but uh, you know, Drake has been you know, for the for the large part of his career has been kinda of like his lover boy stuff. Yeah. And kind of starting with his certified boy album and since then he's been kind of on like more like mannish sound. He grew braids, grew a beard, but sound a little more mannish. And my sister said something like, you know, yeah, you know, ain't no, <laughs> she said, you know, Drake, yeah, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll figure it out. He'll grow up sometime too. I said, two. What? <laughs> <laughs> the, the fuck you talking about? Also, you know what I'm saying? She's busting up laughing. Um, I'll I'll take it from sis, but I mean listen, man, my 34 isn't the same as like Sabrina's 34. No. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the biological clock issues aren't the same. Big Ren, do you do you know your
1: attachment style? Like on Call of Duty? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Something like that. Uh, apparently, there are four attachment styles, three of them considered insecure, and one secure. Uh, apparently, I've been told I have an avoidant attachment style. Um, based on, you know, the self dependence and not liking you niggas, and apparently, like, I wasn't loved properly as a child. Um, uh, run away from intimate relationships of any kind uh, not liking you niggas I want to stand tall on that one um, yeah,
1: you know what so, mean
0: yeah <laughs> 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 you know what's so funny about like you know who like the last people women consider if like a dude is like being distant themselves
1: yeah <laughs> it's always
0: like oh he's working through demons he's been he's been taught that he can't express his emotions fucking his parents didn't love him properly he hasn't avoided it. it's never like maybe I suck <laughs> yeah it's
1: always it's always
0: it's it's never them it's always something else never the you know what maybe you know what I do kind of you know suck a little bit I don't really. Take this interest. I'm not even funny.
1: You I'm just gonna keep know. on sucking. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Clearly, um, I don't know, but I had a conversation with a uh, with she ain't my homegirl because she she kind of mad, but we uh she's you know um early thirty year old woman and she's like you know hey, of course you know the typical you know men ain't shit and. Men don't want to be married, and this, that, and the third. And she was talking about how, like, you know, women have like the societal pressure of being like married by thirty something, whatever. And I was like, well, here is, you know, just just a thought, right? If you know you're actively talking about how, you know, you're, you're, you're you should have been married by a certain time, your, your your societal worth is 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 carried upon it. Well, you know, think about the decisions you made in your 20s um wouldn't do you think it would have helped to have been more marriage minded in your 20s instead of making some of the decisions that you made hence like the immediacy of feeling like you need to get this shit done now boy she was mad at me <laughs> <laughs> I mean Ain't no punchline of that. That nigga is mad. <laughs> <laughs> and she was mad at like the premise, but she was also mad when I said like because there's I was trying to soften the blow, like I know the weight of what I was saying. So at the end of it I say, like, you know, does that does you know does that does that make sense? Apparently that was the part <laughs> <that>
1: fucking <laughs> when you asked her if that made sense. Like do you get what I'm telling you? <laughs> <laughs> Listen right. to bitch. I'm about to fuck you up with knowledge. What
0: About to fuck you all the way up with, the, with these jewels. does it make sense, bitch. Um, so, yes, well, it was she
1: might, I, mean, I, I, I mean, I don't know. She might have been pissed because she was just like, fuck this motherfucker. He's full of yeah, shit. Listen. And she wasn't even listening halfway. <laughs> Dude, and listen. And she was like, and then you were like, yo, I mean, do you get what I'm saying? And she was like, fuck, I did not get what you were saying. <laughs> so, fuck him.
0: Fuck everything he was talking about. Yeah, dude, it, it'd be a lot of just like f- fuck the logic of what I'm saying. Like he's he's saying something I disagree with, so like fuck it. And then he asked me if it made sense. Fuck that guy. <laughs> fuck all that mansplaining. Listen, man, so the I guess last it didn't
1: make sense to her.
0: <laughs> I don't even fucking know. She's mad at me for other reasons. I can't say it on the air. Um, uh, or I won't say on the air. I'm trying to be. She's max. I don't want to beat. Oh. Fuck, I could say on the air. I'm. She's max. I don't want to beat. And so anything I say, well, that's is her just- problem. Yeah, yeah. Like, Im- dude. Like, imagine she the kind don't of, of girl. Gr- you know I'm <laughs> dude. Imagine the kind of like woman you have to be to talk yourself out of some dick. Like, She's doing it. That's hard for a woman to do. Is to talk herself out someday because we have to earn it.
1: She just got a like flag on the play right there, bro. (laughs) Like
0: she could walk into any room. Most women could walk into any room and like hop on top of the bar, grab the microphone, point at the pussy, and be like, "Hey, first dude to make it (laughs) to this bar (laughs) gets this pussy." This is I'm a, be
1: like, no, no,
0: no, no, no. I'ma stick my hand I'ma stick my hand out like we're doing a foot race and first <laughs> first person to touch my hand. Oh, gets this pussy. Um Yeah, I mean they gotta earn or sorry, they don't have to earn it. Like we have to earn, you know. And we it's have simple. to perform. We have to perform too. <laughs> Like we no, I we mean. have. They don't have to perform, and a lot of them take that 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 sexual entitlement. Like hmm, just you know, perform <laughs> just here, you know. I love man. I, don't know. I got into a conversation about that too, and she thinks she's pushing my buttons about it, and I'm really pretty unbothered. Um, <laughs> on 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 one hand, my belief is that like. But I believe it's that, again, you know, sexual entitlement. Women don't have to perform, or some some women take that. Like I'm not, no, I'm not ride. I'm not gonna ride it. No, look at my knees. You know what I'm saying? And then like her thought was that it all comes from like a lack of internal happiness. Like women who don't perform are are, are is because they're not really happy with themselves, or they feel s- s- inhibited because of society. And I was like. You know who the last person y'all think of when y'all think of these things? <laughs>
1: oh, shit.
0: <laughs> I totally agree with her premise, but I disagree with the frequency. Uh, her belief is that, listen, it's all or nothing. If it's a woman not performing, it's because she's not happy with herself. I'm like, I agree, but, like, not w- I agree with the premise, but not with the frequency. Sometimes she just you know, like, nope, just, you know, eh, not these knees. So I don't know. Boiling down to belief that we all need therapy. I'm sure I need therapy. I'm sure yeah, I, do, I do. I have a. We have a podcast though.
1: Well, they, <laughs> they say this isn't therapy.
0: <laughs> well, I I hear the responses now. Like, oh, this isn't this isn't therapy. I mean, you can't just talk about it. You got to create your action steps. I, I I got a podcast. Fuck all that. Fuck all that action steps. Yeah, got
1: what, like
0: 176 sessions? Yeah. Yeah, 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 I'm just, no, no, no. I'm just, I'm going to talk about it, I'm going to go back and listen. Yeah, listen, right, right, right. Did your podcast go to Australia? Hmm? Hmm? I don't think so. <laughs> you are not fucking with the, you over there in New Zealand? No, I don't, I don't, I don't think so, ma'am. Um. I don't know, I probably do need, man, I, I had a, uh, I ain't going to lie, man, I had a great, I had a Sizable grief moment. Um, the day of the rumble. Like the day of the rumble. Um, grief is weird, dude. Like it was, well, it's, it's, it's unpredictable. Like you don't know when it's going to come. You know what I mean? And it's uncontrollable. Like if you're anything like me, um, listeners and Ren, well Ren, I know you're like me. Cause I've talked mad times about the, the worst L to take is the L you can't control. The one that you don't have a say over. So, like, that's the worst L. But, like, I mean, what, I'm, I'm nine years in, and I've been a part of 300-plus mother-groom dances. And those are like, eh, you know, no big deal, right? But, like, I got triggered by a goddamn coffee maker. Damn. Like, th- 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 like I've heard coffee brewed... Thousands of times. Yeah. But this Saturday morning, I heard the goddamn percolating coffee maker and tapped into goddamn 1994. And then I'm in traffic trying to hold it fucking together for an hour before I go take a shower to go see people that I love. Like...
1: The, it's fuck?
0: the Bro, a coffee maker had me in traffic fucking leaking out of my face. Like, yeah, yeah, that shit is weird. That shit is weird. You know what I'm saying? Crying in the car. Bro, I was crying in the car.
1: <laughs>
0: I was dead. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> crying in the car. Like, the shit was, due. It was, yeah, man. Just, that shit just comes out of nowhere, y'all. Um, salute to those who... We all deal with it in some form or fashion. Um no matter how close we've been to someone that we've lost, but like, you know that it, the shit pops up sometimes, man. It just kind of hits you where it wants to. It could be a song, it could be a goddamn coffee maker. How you crying in a goddamn car. Um Dig, man, but hey, I got a podcast. I got a podcast. You know what I'm saying? So we'll figure it out, man, did you see the uh <laughs> Did you see, well, speaking of, I was going to talk about something else, but like talking about like attachment styles and we've talked about astrology and you've heard about the, the personality test. Do you think that like learning about the way that people have, have come to learn so much about relationships and interpersonal relationships, personality tests, love languages, human designs, attachment styles, do you think that it's helped or hurt? how interpersonal relationships actually function. I think it's hurt. <laughs> I'm leaning toward that, too. I don't want to yeah. fall on that crutch, but, like, it's almost like sometimes the way even people even do talk about it once they learn about it, like, it becomes buzzwords or words that we make fun of.
1: I think it's, I mean, people, they, they find out this stuff, and then they... I feel like they can use it against you easier. It's almost like sometimes. You know what I'm saying? I, I kind of do. Like, like, you do something, like, you do something, you're having an off day or some day, you know what I'm saying? You're having an off day, one of these days, and something's different. They're like, oh, right there.
0: That's your, avoided, That's your <laughs> avoidant attachment style, your INTJness, along with your emotional <laughs> distributor mal- malfunctioner manifestor. Like, it's almost like, yeah, it's, I've talked about mass energy, feminine energy, people who base things on logic versus emotion, but, like, it's almost like understanding it too much makes it so it becomes a crutch, like you're yeah. saying, like. Like you're basing easily, all your
1: shit off of this.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, almost, like, sometimes maybe there's almost, like, we talk too much too soon about certain things. Now that we have all this access to all of this information, like feel it more. It's like, let me live, let live a little bit. Like I got into yeah. another conversation with a, uh, divorce, single mom who's sick of all these men who quote unquote only want sex. And I'm <laughs> yeah, and I told her I was like, "Yo, you y'all be dead ass wanting us to be y'all so much, and then get mad when we don't. But dead ass, we want us to be us so much, and then get mad when we do." And I said, "Listen, if you, if quote unquote, all men want is sex, then why aren't you taking the time to understand what sex might mean?" to a dude and maybe understand why we are, how we are the way that you expect us to just know why emotion means so much to you. You understand? Because you know, the last thing they think about when it comes to goddamn behaviors and stuff themselves mm-hmm. themselves. Um, the shit is gross. Uh, anyway, speaking of women not really thinking this thing out loud, huh? Uh, did you see about, did you see the assistant basketball coach that got fired? No. She was 22-year-old assistant basketball coach, JV basketball coach. She got fired for impersonating a 13-year-old girl who was away out of town.
1: Oh, she was playing? She was playing. They put her in. They put her in the
0: game. And it, here's the thing that killed me though, right? So she was in the game and the last sentence goes, the team still lost and the parents and players decided to end the season. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she hopped in the game and they still lost. <laughs> it's so like, was this <laughs> like, like, could they have played without her? I have no fucking clue. Like, she was like, bet my time to shine. Bet. Like, let's get it. About it's fucking killing these me. fucking teenagers.
0: About to get these girls up out of here. I'm going to try to Google it real quick. Because here's the thing, right? All the news I see, like, for one, the team still lost, which fucking kills me. But all the news I'm seeing is that only the 22-year-old assistant coach got fired. But it ain't like the head coach didn't know what was happening. Like, did she
1: call in sick that day? You know, like, sick. hey coach, I'm not gonna be able to make it, you're gonna have to do this one on your own. <laughs> she was like, Oh uh, shit. Did she like yo know, like she had to like resemble this kid or something? Yo, like there's no the way star- like, yo, who the fuck are you? She got the what? calls
0: like, yo, the stars have aligned. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Shorty's out Coach is out Oh man I'm trying to see this shit uh, Their daughter would not be attending Churchland High School Yeah I don't know I'm trying to see some stats Like I don't know Did she, did she ball out and the team still lost Did <laughs> This is in uh, Virginia Virginia High School League Jeez. School officials were not pre- Oh, it was an away game. So at least it wasn't at the crib. That's the thing too, right? So you can't you can't her. you can't pull this at like at the crib. <laughs> no. Oh my god. Suited up as a student athlete. Okay, apparently she was balling out. Like it says footage obtained. Shows a full-grown adult balling out against the competition, driving the lane for a layup, getting a block, and nailing free throws. I'm sick. She was out here (laughs)
1: teaching life lessons on the fucking court. Making them learn. Oh, my God. I'm weak. I'm weak.
0: I love it, man. I love it. Let's get started. Yeah, let's do it want to thank y'all for pressing play on episode 176 of the Hard Camera, thc C-L-X-X-V-I. And I am your guy, your guy, Juve, J-U-V, just under your visual. And I'm sitting here with my tag team partner, as always, Big Wren, the Legendary, and together we are Cactus Jack and Chainsaw Charlie. Big Wren, let him know, can reach on the social medias, player.
1: You got me, Miguel. All you sick fucks out there can find me on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at a amafucka. A underscore M-A-A-F-F-H-U-C-K-A. Check it the fuck out.
0: And check me the fuck out on Instagrams, on the Twitters, at Juvidesa, you know, J-U-V-I-D-E-S-A-Y-U-N-O. Check out the show page, me and Big Rand on the show page, <clears throat> at the hard camera. Live coverage, witticisms, what night here to forth and etc. cetera. But above all else, you listen to us. You know where you listen to us. Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Australia, Radio Public, New Zealand. Your podcast, your podcast ain't out there. You're not doing <laughs> therapy the way we do in therapy. Heartwarming casual friends. Hey, <laughs> with your little friends. Blaming everybody but yourself. <laughs> Y'all ain't shit. <laughs> oh my god. Consult will hopefully help us pay our bills.
1: <laughs>
0: oh shit. I just got a text, literally mid mid text, it says, You ever watch Abbott Elementary? Mm-mm. I got a text being told that I remind them of uh Gregory from Abbott Elementary. I've heard that a few times. You ever you remember uh Everybody Hates Chris?
1: I know the show, I never watched it.
0: Got you. Well, the boy who played Chris plays this teacher in Ab Elementary who, uh, kind of like me. Doesn't really like you niggas. Um, very, very, you know, uh, intelligent man, smart guy, funny guy he wants to be, but you know, stands to himself and doesn't like you niggas. Avoiding attachment style, apparently. Uh, anyway, shout out to, shout out to Bib. I have been told this, uh, quite, quite a few times. Anyway, <clears throat> we just had the 2023 Royal Rumble. Before we get into the show, let's break down how we did. Big Rand went 5 of 5, taking this total to 71 of 96 matches predicted, 73.95%. Your boy Juve went 5 of 5, taking my total to 68 of 96 matches predicted, 70.83%. We had a quick, brisk five-match card. Not a lot of, you know, mystery as to the winner's. Um all the drama was uh, the best stuff I think was not the matches itself. Um what'd you think of the entire card though before we dig in?
1: Uh three out of five matches were worth watching, I think.
0: Which were the two not worth matching?
1: Um uh, the the Mountain Dew match and the women's
0: championship Mountain match. Dew. Yeah. Mountain Dew. That's kind of the thing with the Rumble. They kind of just, you know, it's 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 bolstered by the Rumble. So, like, anything yeah. else, it, it has to have, you know, a, a hell of a story to attach on to. Um, you know, usually we ask about the match of the night. But here's the thing, man. Let's just stop fucking playing. The best thing on the show. Here's the thing. not fuck it. The best thing on the show was not the matches. It was nah. the fucking post-game, post-main event that had five grown men on the couch, dead silent. <laughs> My face was like, oh I couldn't see. I, did, I forgot people were around. Uh, <laughs> listeners, I got to go watch this with Big Ren, and shout out to Matt from Wraith, uh, the Legendary Wraith crew. Um... Grown men on the couch, dead silent with their mouth open. This shit here, dude, brilliant.
1: It worked really well.
0: It 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 finally happened, man. Um, Sami Zayn, no longer part of the bloodline. Uh, before I give my 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 analysis, man, talk it out, man. What'd you think? What'd you feel? Where, where were you the night it happened?
1: <laughs> I didn't expect, man, like, the biggest part about that shit was I didn't expect Jay to walk off. Best supporting actor. I, I'm done with y'all oozes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to play with you oozes no more.
0: <laughs> I don't want to play with you oozes anymore. Here's the thing, man. Like... I've watched this thing back like four or five times. Just this, because it's it's supreme theater, supreme drama. And I'm going back, I'm just thinking of like everybody involved, right? Like it's brilliant because Sami Zayn, he didn't turn on the bloodline. He turned on Roman. Turned on Roman, Roman specifically, right? Like, so it's not that Sami Zayn was ever like... Because we asked, you know, hey, is he a mole? Is it this Is that? It ain't that he was a mole. He legitimately always wanted to be there. Legitimately. But, you know, of course we haven't heard from Sami Zayn yet. But, I think of it from Sami Zayn's perspective. He, <clears throat> again, only wanted to be down. Right? Only ever wanted to be down. However... He was constantly tested, constantly denied at every turn from Roman Reigns. He literally was put on trial for just wanting to be down, right? And when he finally was like, dog, it ain't that he turned on, he was like, dog, we don't have to bash this man in the face with a steel chair. Like, I'm down with y'all, right? He got his hands put on him, mushed, mushed, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They went oh. face to face, and Sammy felt like he had no choice, right? But then look at it from Roman Reigns' perspective. Like, this is his family.
1: This is no his either.
0: life. And despite the manipulative methods that he probably wouldn't, you know, admit to, because the last thing he's thinking about is himself. <laughs> but. <laughs> Despite the manipulative methods That like Here was a test We was letting you in Right This is my family And you You turned on me So it's justified now Right But then Look at Look at Jimmy Look at Jimmy Uso Right From the jump Jimmy was the only guy Who instantly Opened up open arms to Sami Zayn
1: Yeah
0: and he had to be the guy. Like, watching Jimmy's face, like, when he realizes, fuck, man, I got to murk out my ooze. <laughs> like, he, like, that's tough. He had to throw the first shot to start the beat down of Sami Zayn, right? Solo, Solo's just going to do what Roman needs. That's the muscle. That's, that's the G. Yeah. He's just going to do the violence. But Jay. Jay Uso, who had to fight so who shit listen, he had to fight so hard to even finally like embrace Sammy, and then when he did, he vouched for Sammy so hard, however in the very beginning, Jay only joined up with Roman to save Jimmy, right <laughs> in the first place so on one hand there's a conflict of fuck Sammy just smacked up the tribal chief but then Jay is also listening to all the things Roman was saying to Sammy and how he handled Sammy there's the PTSD of Jay remembering how this shit all started in the first place
1: what you doing this oofs
0: right
1: (laughs) you tripping oofs this what you want this is what you want, oos. Ooze.
0: You know what I'm saying? So he remember it's the PTSD of him remembering how all this shit started in the first place. Roman Reigns manipulated his entire family to get everybody in line. And now Jay is having that PTSD moment. He's snapping back, having that flashback. He wants no parts of none of this. <clears throat> no parts of none of this. This shit. This shit is brilliant, Oos. Ooze, this shit brilliant. Ooze, what are they gonna
1: do? With, I mean, like, what? Like, what if he's done with the with the bloodline? or if he don't Jay? want to use no more?
0: Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? And that's what Roman said, right? When they started whooping on Sammy, right? It was the super kick. It was a small spike. It was punch to the face. But once Jay left, did you hear what Roman said? Uh-huh. Jay left, and then Roman Reigns looked at Sammy and said, yo, you tore my family apart. And then that's when he started going to town with that steel chair. That, like, yeah, fuck you, Roman. But there's a sincerity in the fact that, like, this is all about the family. And Sammy and directly ripped the family apart. I mean,
1: only so much ooze could take.
0: So, you know? Only so much he could take. This shit is brilliant, bro. Brilliant, brilliant storytelling. I'm compelled to see what's next. This is a tough spot because... Well, not a tough spot because, I mean, there's been a lot of theories about how WrestleMania is going to go splitting the titles. I mean, if you tell the story it sounds like Sammy should be the one to beat Roman Reigns. But not necessarily.
1: What we'll have think? to see what happens. We'll have to see what happens because I mean the rumored match for Elimination Chamber is Roman Reigns and Sammy Zayn. It's in
0: Montreal. Yeah. Which would
1: be you
0: know a bit of a hometown crowd for Sammy. Um, the drama and that. Oh can you imagine, imagine that crowd. Oh they're going to eat they're going to eat the chief, the head of the table. This, this is this is incredible. This is incredible. So I gotta, we gotta see how you know they keep the title on Roman Reigns because I imagine it won't be Sami Zayn going to headline at WrestleMania. Um, <clears throat> not against, not against Roman Reigns. Um, does this put Cody Rhodes in a tough spot? Let's go to the Rumble. The winner of the Men's Royal Rumble, Cody Rhodes. Does this put him in a tough spot, or is he just fine?
1: It's hard to say. I think once we get all like, I I think I'll be able to answer that better after Elimination Chamber. I hear that. But uh, as of right now, I don't think it does. I think Cody's just going to try to have some good matches in between now Mm and WrestleMania, because, I mean, that's already set, WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah. You know.
0: I think he's fine, too. Um I mean it's okay to have, you know what I'm saying, semi main event level stars, more more guys hot than, than you might quote unquote need at the moment. I think Cody's fine. Um he's gotten nothing but love since returning back to WWE. Yeah. Nothing but love. Um I didn't quite I mean I've I've been on record saying Cody would never leave. And then I'm on record saying shit when he showed up, it made perfect fucking sense. The presentation, mm-hmm. the promo, it all made sense. Um so it makes sense that he's there and he he fit in he fit in so well into into that line of storytelling. Um No, I think he's fine. I don't think he'll be a victim of any kind of residual losses there. By the time we get to Mania, between the fans, like here's the thing too. Everyone loves Roman Reigns, but not anymore. <laughs> No. So the heel heat is is up high. So by the time we get to Mania, I know I initially said Cody Rhodes doesn't win until SummerSlam, but I'm 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 close to having to flop. I'm close to having to flip flop. We'll have to see. But by the time we get to mania, like the story that Cody Rhodes will tell on the microphone, that Roman Reigns will tell on the microphone, who Roman Reigns has been up to this point, who Cody Rhodes been to this point. We're, we're because they haven't even really held.
1: interacted yet either. They haven't really Not talked about once. each
0: other. Not a once. And so. Cody said that at the, at the press conference. He's like, he's listen, yeah. I've been back. I mentioned the title, but I've been very hesitant to mention Roman Reigns' name. Yeah. Right? Because, listen, I mentioned the title. Y'all know who I'm talking about. That shit is hand in hand. Um, You know, he doesn't have the option to choose a champion. Like, it's no. one guy. One guy, so whew, the road to WrestleMania, dog. I know I was hating a little bit on Triple H, uh, and the creative storytelling. You know, um, I, I, I mean, I, I don't not take it all the way back because Devin and Feeds. Shout out to Devin and Feeds from Clark Street Wrestling. They did a good job of kind of you know letting me know, hey, it's not about just the guys who he brought back, but you know the continued storylines, um, mm-hmm. that that was started during events. Gunther oh, what yeah. a guy uh, talking yeah. about the rumble man what do you think about the rumble
1: <clears throat> I thought the, the men's rumble I thought it was really good yeah I mean it was non-stop they, were, they didn't let up at all it seemed like they were having people enter faster than 90 seconds I know we did a little countdown during yeah. the women's just to see because it seemed like it was firing off in the yeah. women's mm. but uh, not the men's rumble it was, it was good I mean there wasn't too many surprises which was okay I guess but I mean, Gunther started number fucking one. Yep, And was the last guy to get eliminated. Yep. I mean, that's a good look. Yeah,
0: he's gonna have a hell of a twenty twenty
1: three. I wonder if that would have happened if <clears throat>
0: Vince was running it. Right, I doubt it. Right. Well, you know, Gunther was he was Intercontinental Champion before Vince left. Right, he's been champ for a while. Uh-huh. So, I mean, clearly something is seen then going through. Yeah, again, you know, you never know. You never know how that would have went. Yeah. I, um, I'm not gonna front, i not going to front. I hated a little bit on the Rumble for some reason after the first viewing. I've actually watched it twice, <laughs> twice again. This was a really good Rumble. Yeah. Really, really good Rumble. Um, it reminded me of how star-studded, like, they've got a lot of talent. Because we're sitting there on the couch like, oh, man, I wouldn't. i love to see Cody Rhodes, Finn Balor. Johnny Gargano, Finn Balor, Johnny Gargano, Cody Rhodes, Gunther, Cody Rhodes. Like, Gunther, Johnny Gargano. Like, there was a lot of just potential matchups that we had teased in that Rumble. Just, just via just the regular roster that they had. Um, the one criticism I have. Like, we know it's a work. Right? We know it's a work. However, some of the entrances were a little too convenient. Yeah. Like... Oh of course. Kofi's number 6 and of course Xavier's number 7. That's, duh, that's how it works. Oh of course Ray Mysterio's number 17. He doesn't come out. Oh of course Dominic Mysterio is number 18, right? Like we could have still spaced out that entrance and still told the story, right? Yeah, for sure. Of once Dominic came out and maybe number 20
1: with Ray's mask, like we'd piece it together still. I think it would have worked better that way, too. Than just instantly. It would have been more, like, build-up for what had happened. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we could have still answered that answered that question somehow. So, um, black eliminations. We had one. We had one black elimination. Bobby Lashley eliminated Brock Lesnar. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, I imagine if you're going to do it, you know, you got to go big. Um, but, uh, yeah, otherwise, no other black eliminations. Kofi botched another rumble spot. There, yeah, he's done. He's done with those spots. <laughs> It's a wrap. It's a wrap. Here's the thing, too, right? He's, he smacked his shit on that table. Fuck. Yeah. Smacked his shit on that table. Maybe that's the new wave, right? Maybe they just, maybe the new wave is setting up rumble spots for Kofi to botch.
1: they're just waiting that they're just like looking forward to that wrestle botch page you know yes
0: yes maybe that's the thing he's he he's been so great over the years at at saving himself that maybe now let's let's tell the story of him trying to save himself and he botches it um every time listen he smacked that table (laughs) he did he did um what would you think of the... Let me see. What all happened with the men's rumble? It was a pretty straightforward rumble. It, it reminded me of the guys that didn't get a spot. Uh, we didn't yeah. get any NXT involvement. No Carmelo Hayes. No Braun Breaker. Uh, but we also didn't see, like, Adolf Ziggler. We didn't see Dexter Loomis. Shinsuke. Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, the names we didn't get to see. So, that's a yeah, stacked roster, man. Stacked roster. Um, I thought Montez Ford would do a little more. Even though you know he's a tag team guy, Dawkins got this quick little run. Um, but yeah, Ford was in and out. Um, so overall, I mean, great Rumble again. Another great yeah. Rumble. It was it was fast paced. It was star studded. The guys like Lesnar. We knew Lesnar wasn't gonna win, but Lesnar lasted only three minutes. Yeah. Like, that was kind of another thing. Like, oh, Lesnar's number, whatever. And, then, oh, of course, Lashley's a very nice guy. The guy he's feuding with. Oh, okay. Right.
1: How, how well that works well, does How did it?
0: that happen? You know what I'm saying? So, that aspect. But, again, aside from, like, convenient entrances. Yeah, no, this was a great rumble, man. Star-studded. Some of the guys who you figured would last maybe the final five or six were eliminated you know, early. Lashley was out early. Um, clearly, we're going to
1: get – Paul... Got out Seth Rollins, which I wouldn't be mad at that. If that's what I was Lord going to.
0: Mania. Yep, that's where I was going. that we got the the uh, allusion to Seth Rollins and Logan Paul at Mania. Logan Paul should not be like as good at this as
1: he is. I mean, I'm not gonna dog him because it's like he he he's a fan. You know, he he's is a fan a,
0: of this shit. He's ta he, he took to it. That's kind of the thing with that they've done, man, with Logan Paul and Bad Bad Bunny. Like, they didn't just get a celebrity for the name of it, yeah. but they got people who, like, yeah, will will we'll dive in and really get it done. So, um, one criticism I have, it was a spectacular spot to see. Completely unnecessary, though. Logan Paul oh, and yeah. Ricochet. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. It was fire, though. <laughs> it was cool to see, right? <laughs>
0: I need to go back and watch the Carmelo Hayes-Ricochet match from NXT. Like, they did that spot first during that match. But, like, why? What's the logic of it all? Like, (laughs) hey, man, we're just going to launch ourselves halfway across the ring. Coast Uh, to coast. You know what I'm saying? Because, listen. Back
1: down in the middle.
0: One guy could just fake do it and not actually do it. They just got one guy in the air looking like an asshole. (laughs) So, like, logically – It doesn't make sense, but um, I thought it was a little, and I guess it's more of like a, um, apparently, if you read the sheets, Cody wasn't, excuse me, Cody wasn't 100% cleared until that day. Um, I thought it kind of telegraphed too much, Cody coming out number 30, even though, you know, 30 is statistically supposed to have the easiest, easiest chance to win, but Cody coming out at 30, um, you know, I was like, "Eh, I'm going to come out. Mid-20s, you know what I'm saying? Worked for it a little bit, but... Uh, I think that was the first time, number one and number 30, were the last two in the Rumble. Really? So that was that was cool to see, but... Uh, was it the women's Royal Rumble match. Rhea Ripley is going to Mania. She announced she'll be taking on Charlotte Flair. Uh, we can touch on that in a second. What did you think of the women's Rumble?
1: I thought it was good. Um, mm. It was just... I'm trying to think why like what made the crowd so dead because like the matches before the rumble. Yeah. There was nothing too crazy that happened. I mean honestly like Bianca Belair and Alexa Bliss match <laughs> that could have been on Raw. <laughs> was, for what it was. Yeah. I mean, for the match they had it was a good match, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But it was like seven minutes long. You know? Yeah. And yeah. but going back to the rumble, um, of, just kind of happened for me. You know, Rhea Ripley did a real good job of making it all the way through. The number 30 entrant was a total bomb, I thought. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, I mean, that was just a one-off thing, too. So, like, I thought that's just wasted.
0: Was it a one-off? I thought she had merch.
1: That's what I just read today, that it was a one-off, and she hasn't signed a deal. Well, hey,
0: well. Uh, for Still those not aware, Nia, Nia, Nia Jax made a return, and uh, they didn't even have a countdown clock. They just here go shit Yo, go 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 <laughs> go fuck. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Um, I thought the rumble was good. It felt like a lot of filler entrance, um, but I thought the rumble was good. And I mean, we talked about predictability in wrestling. Like again, we 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 saw this coming. It was Cody Rhodes, Rhea Ripley. The men's Rumble, they at least did a good job of the entrance and, like, keeping a steady flow throughout the match. The women's Rumble, again, a lot of filler. Um, characters that just need to be developed more. Um, I, we saw the number one person, like, make it all the way to the end in both matches. Um, I don't know what I think of the trope there, but, I mean, you know, let you know, hey, Superstars with Endurance. Superstars with Endurance. Um, I'm glad we got to see Asuka. I think Asuka's on the way to being a killer again. Yeah. Killer no, kill. Killer kill. She, she, she was killing it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not, I'm not mad at that. Uh, we, we did the funny Japanese girl way too long. Uh, Xia Lee is doing the incompetent Chinese girl thing now. Um, terrible.
1: It, they fucking totally dropped the ball on her.
0: Dude. Dude. What kills me, too, is that, like, during the men's rumble match, Elias came in with his guitar, smacked it across Gunther's back. When Zia Lee came out with her big ass bow stick thing, they was like, Nah, son, nah, 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 son You can't have this. No, you can't have this in the room. What you talking about? I'm like, okay. Alright, I see what's going on here. I see what's happening here. So uh but yeah, just a lot of characters that need to be more defined. Um, Oscar's on the way to killing again, killer kill. Um no, I mean, Michelle McCool, but like not too many big surprises either. Uh, we got the Carmella return the next day on Raw. Um, still no Naomi. Um, a solid rumble. Yeah, one wasn't, wasn't bad. Inoffensive, solid rumble. We called the the Liv, Liv Morgan Iron Manning. Uh, I guess, you know, her and Rhea Iron Man, number one and number two, made it all the way to the end. Uh, then Asuka with the mist. And yeah, it was it was solid. It was cool. Set in the tone Set in tone Um We touched a little bit On the Alexa Bliss Bianca Belair match That match The backdrop from one It was I mean Uncle Howdy And Alexa Bliss And it was just Sandwiched between Too much stuff That people wanted to see The the men's rumble match The women's rumble match Kind of just a match For the sake of the match What do you think Of the uh Mountain Dew Presents Pitch Black match <laughs>
1: I mean, it. It wasn't. It was. I don't. I don't think. It, I mean. I don't know. I didn't. It was cool, but <laughs> it was like, what the fuck? What like? What is this? What's going on here? Yeah. You know. I mean, Bray Wyatt's back to just being 100 percent indestructible, which.
0: <laughs>
1: is fine, I guess. I don't know. There's just so much going on with that fucking character, right? Like, they threw so much at us. Mm. That night, like, I think everybody's still just like, what, the, like, what the fuck is going on with this? A little bit, you know. And then Uncle Howdy totally missed. <laughs> I you was know? thinking about
0: that. I guess, like, from that height, he can't. I guess he can't just land on LA night. If we're talking about that height,
1: but they could have. They could have shot it a little better. I suppose yeah. that was a little. A little rough. Um like they could like I mean I'm not no fucking T V fucking person, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but like for that angle It's all about the angle, you know? Oh LA the Knight behind like they should have flip flopped the spots. What do you mean? Like Uncle Howdy should've landed in front of him.
0: Oh, okay. For the, shoot. For the angle.
1: For the angle. I got you. I got you. I got you. Yeah. I mean, I'm yeah. just some motherfucker that doesn't know shit about
0: <laughs> TV. I'm just one you man. Right.
1: <laughs> you know? Right, right, right.
0: Yeah. It's, um, that whole present, at least it was short. Yeah. At least it was short. Um, seven-minute match. My thing was like, listen, man, if them kendo stick shots and them going dark kendo stick shots ain't doing nothing, just run away yeah just run as fast as possible. you're a very athletic specimen just get out of there um yeah quick as possible um what does bray wyatt do for mania
1: i have no fucking clue man like it's they're they're i fight they're putting themselves in the corner again with his character yeah i mean fuck we what he's been he's been back what, what like three months
0: I want to say, yeah.
1: So, and this was his first match. It's... I was watching something a little while ago, and, uh, like, that could have just been a good promo. What do you mean? Like, that... Him getting tossed off that. Like, it didn't need to be part of the show. Oh, I know it's respectable and shit like yeah. that, you know? But, I like... His promo, have, I feel like his promo is always kind of been better than his matches.
0: Got gotcha. you. The character work is better than, like, the in-ring product.
1: Yeah. I got you. And, like, I mean, that whole shit, like, I think it was Seth Rollins that said it. Like, it's hard to fucking work with him because, like, your character's going to get fucking killed. Right. Right, 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 right. And then you have to start all the way over, and he's still just doing the same thing.
0: Yeah, they definitely burned L.A. Night Alive. Yeah. They definitely burned him alive. Like, how do you come back from that? It's kind of, like,
1: too hard of a character to even have on the show.
0: Yeah, because
1: everything else is so
0: a little bit more of a realistic presentation, at least. Even with the drama, the sports entertainment aspect, it's still, like, a realistic presentation. Whereas Bray Wyatt, he's got puppets coming to life, and... His uncle's going through a midlife crisis.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I mean, it would be, I, I think it'd be better if they cut back a little bit on the supernatural shit. Yeah. For his character, just to yeah. make it seem a bit more down there. That's where the Wyatt family was killing it. They didn't have all of this supernatural bullshit. They
0: were just some backwoods fucks.
1: Yeah. And they were killing it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah they would just buy you backwoods fucks but they didn't necessarily yeah deal with like all the supernatural stuff yeah. they could pro- they probably you, you could tell they probably fuck with a little bit of voodoo you know what i'm yeah. saying in their spare time but like they were really like just some backwoods fucks thing.
1: they could have done that like they could have had a fucking a voodoo a voodoo doo-doo motherfucker come out <laughs> you know what i'm saying like just special right. times like not Papa like Shango. like how like how finn had the demon yeah, and how Zaylee had that motherfucker, that Mortal Kombat motherfucker on the throne. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, like just not all the time. But <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yo, how Zaylee had that Mortal
0: Kombat motherfucker on the throne. What happened at all that shit? Some saying, dude, they Bruh, fucking they dropped the ball on that. They did, they did. Yeah, because Zaylee was marking cats. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, I forgot that shit. I forgot all about that shit. Yeah. Damn! 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 Okay. Oh uh, man, I think we kind of tapped into the rumble a lot. It wasn't a lot to reco- recap, recover. I mean, it was kind of a shorter card. But um, what do you think of Rhea Ripley challenging Charlotte and not Bianca Belair like we
1: thought? That was a fucking big time swerve. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I. So I mean, is she's gonna beat Charlotte? I mean, I would hope.
0: I would think. But you never know, shit. You never, I, w- I would think, but you never know. Um, Which I
1: wouldn't be mad at it. I mean, would that mean Judgment Day goes to uh, SmackDown? That was
0: my thought, too.
1: Yeah. Like,
0: that faction is, is becoming, day. that faction is becoming stronger and stronger. Like, do you move them to Judgment? Do you move them to SmackDown? I mean, I know the bloodline kind of crumbling, but I would imagine if Cody Rhodes wins, I would imagine that Finn Balor would be the number one, be the first challenger. <laughs> You know the hottest heel right now, as far as a heel side goes. So I mean, they just had a know. match on Monday, right? Right. Which I figure, you know, testing the waters, testing boundaries. So I I don't know, I don't know. I get the I get the decision making behind it. You know, Charlotte beat Rhea Ripley a few years ago at Mania. Um, so maybe yeah, maybe it's just a matter of yeah, just putting the two the two front runners of the new women's generation, you know, at the front after Mania. So I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Who do you think? Uh, so, who do you think takes on Bianca Belair at Mania? Uh,
1: who's in that fucking that elimination chamber match? It's Oscar, Becky I Lynch, I think. I don't know. Um, oh, so like two Lynch? spots to be decided.
0: Elimination. If I could type today. Women's Illumination Chamber. Uh, As of right now, Raquel Gonzalez. Sorry, Raquel Rodriguez, uh, which Cody even – not Cody, Corey Graves even kind of blew. Liv Morgan, Asuka, and Nikki Cross. Two more to be in As of right now,
1: Asuka.
0: I'm going with Asuka. Yeah, yeah I'm going character. with Asuka. Um, Nikki, they kind of trying with Nikki. Liv, she had her her immediate shot. She's just a credible challenger now. Uh,
1: Raquel. They like Raquel. She's on the way up, but <sighs> killer kill. Out of all the people, I mean, out of everyone that's been announced so far, which I can't even think of anybody else they're going to announce, mm-hmm. um, I think Asuka is the safest bet for yeah. the night of the immortals. Yep. You know yep. what I'm saying? Yep. Killer
0: kill. And that'll be a banger. I think it'd be really good. I think it would be really yeah. good. And we haven't seen that match. No. It's one we haven't seen either. So, um, And of, of of all women, too, I don't know if she maybe – I don't know if she wins it at Mania, but I can see Asuka being the one to beat Bianca Belair. Maybe Bianca wins. Maybe it's like a Shinsuke Nakamura situation that, like, hey, Shinsuke, you know, got to Mania, lost, and then turned heel on AJ. Maybe Asuka boots Bianca Belair's nuts to the moon um, at Mania. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't know. No, intrigue, intrigue. Um, did you get TAW? Mhm. I did not. I got to read like I, I saw that uh, Moxley beat Hangman with quick roll up. Yep. Uh, otherwise, I don't know anything else to happen that happened. You know, keep me up to date. What uh,
1: Thatcher lost, oh, obviously. yeah. Okay. It was a banger yeah, though. I, I bet it was. I bet um, it was. Um what else happened? Um uh, New TNT champion. Really? Mm-hmm. They made the switch. No DQ. They uh pulled the ring up, pulled all oh, the mats off. Fuck. Darby Darby came out in a in a hoodie with uh, attacks all over it. Shit. Yeah, Shit. I don't even know why they put the title on him. Honestly, because I think I think you were telling me that uh, he or no, it was it might have been Matt that he was actually wanting to step away for a bit. <laughs> oh, okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, he wanted to step away for a bit, and then like the next day they put the title on him. <laughs> so, gotta tell the story. Um, what else happened? Uh, the acclaimed beat some hometown team. Okay, in the squash. Okay. Uh, but then uh, the guns came out. Billy Gunn got tired of everybody arguing, so he said that they get a title shot next week. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> Just out of nowhere. That's interesting. Um, okay. MJF has a match next week. Uh, against Takeshita. Yep. Okay. Nice. Because nice. uh, what match? Oh yeah. Uh, the ref got. Pinned in between the ropes, knocked out or whatever. Then he came out and Eshta came out, chased him off. They brawled backstage. Boom, they got a match next week, an Eliminator match.
0: Mm. Okay.
1: Um, Any Adam Cole developments? Nope, nothing. Okay. Soraya and Tony Storm attacked Rip Baker backstage. Got you. And then while Britt Baker was getting at by the doctor, Ruby Soho comes up and says, hey, I'm just seeing if you're okay. Like, what the fuck?
0: Okay. What are you you doing here? Gotcha. (laughs) What are you doing here? (laughs) That's the thing they've been building, know the Ruby Soho thing. Britt Baker kind of like a de facto baby face once Soraya and Tony Storm turned heel. Um, I like that they went with the natural progression. Like, the fans were turning on Soraya already, booing Soraya. Yeah. And kind of bullying Tony Storm by proxy. I thought we would get Hikaru Shida turning on them, but, you know, kind of kind of the opposite. Um, I mean, the AEW fan base is very territorial, possessive. Um, the excitement for. The, we There's a respect for Saraya and her comeback, but I don't think there's the same excitement for her comeback that would have people cheering her the way they cheered others. Um, the whole, this is my house thing, a little much, um, especially in a W where it's clearly not her house. <laughs> you just got uh, here. You You're just, just staying got over. here. Yeah. Like you don't even go here. You just got here. <laughs> like we, and we know where you came from. Um, so I'm glad they, they you know, they went in that direction. Uh, we Jade said won her 50th match, okay. Got you, got you, got you, got you. Who? Ah, man. I don't know who does it. Chris. Chris Statlander? Yeah. That makes sense. How close is she to being back? Do we know? I have no idea. I know she's been
1: backstage. Right. Right. So, I mean, I feel like, I mean, it's got to be soon.
0: Yeah.
1: Revolution Revolution. or something.
0: Revolution is probably what was about four weeks away.
1: Yeah.
0: So, yeah, we'll see how it goes, man. Um, I'm, no, I'm 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 keeping on the Adam Cole situation. Somebody's got to be the first guy. Maybe we don't need a build up for it. Just you know, quick one week, two week thing. Um, if they go that route, it's got to be a big enough name. So I'm guessing they got somebody tucked away to be a big enough name to take that first L.
1: war came back too.
0: Okay. Oh, after the uh, Samoa Joe match. Yep. Got you. Got you. New haircut, looking stylish. Yep. Of course. Of course. Looking real GQ. Wearing a man suit, of the year. yep, man of the year. You can't just—it's hard to power bomb people in suits. Like you gotta, yeah. He didn't really power bomb him. He wasn't trying to fight. He wasn't really no, trying to fight. He just fucked <laughs> up security after they tried to hold him back. Got you. That's how it goes. That's yeah. how it goes. Dig it, dig it. I think we've tackled everything. Yeah, we got a revolution on the way. Elimination chamber on the way. We'll be back covering everything and all things. Uh, Big man, eliminate. You can reach on the on the social
1: medias. You got it, amigo. All you sick fucks out there can find me on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at A A underscore Check it the fuck out.
0: And check me the fuck out on Twitter. On the Instagrams at Juv Desayuno. J-U-V-I-D-E-S-A-Y-U-N-O. Check out the show page. Me and Bing Ran on the show page on Twitter on the Instagrams at the Heart Camera. Live coverage, predictions, whatnot. Here to forth, et cetera, things of that nature, but you already know Spotify, Anchor Google Podcast, Breaker, Radio Public. Shout out to New Zealand. Shout out to the twelve percent fan base, female fan base, uh, Heart Woman content, building content, content that, hey, listen, we think that we might be the problem sometimes because accountability rules. Boom. <laughs> content I hope we help us pay our bills. Uh, we we'll back very very soon. I believe the next show is uh, is February Elimination 18th. Chamber. Um, I got an idea. My winner or pass you? Well, no, we can't because it's this weekend. So never mind. Uh, you taking out NXT Vengeance Day?
1: Probably not.
0: <laughs> no. Okay. All right. Yes. <laughs> Love the art form. Um, I'm not. I'm not exactly excited. I know Braun Breaker. I mean, it's Braun Breaker, Grayson Waller in the cage. It's probably gonna be really good. Brown Breaker clearly right. is taking that because I think we're on a collision course with Carmelo Hayes. That's the match I want to see. Carmelo Hayes, Apollo Cruz, two out of three falls. That's going to be really good. Uh, you got the fatal four-way tag team title match. Uh, New Day putting it on the line. But uh, I think that's the one I'm going to see got the most. Carmelo Hayes, Apollo Cruz. That's going to be pure. That's going to be really good uh, as we begin the the ascension, the age of Melo. Uh yeah, I, I yeah, that's been my thought for a while. Carmelo Hayes taking it at uh stand and deliver, finally putting the Braun breaker reign to an end. But um, yeah, we'll be uh, you know keeping an eye on that. We'll be back very soon as the elimination chamber is coming up next. Uh, but uh, until next time, we will see you all next time.
1: Adios, amigos.
0: <sighs> Salute.